Hey, Krista. My name is Vanessa. I'm calling from Melbourne, Australia. I'm, I'm curious to hear your thoughts, given the current situation the world finds itself in, how we can find connection in, in disconnection. I think we all have a duty for the health and well-being of our world and the people that live in it to disconnect, but in a time where connection has never been so important, how do we, how do we balance the two? How do we disconnect physically while remaining emotionally, socially connected to others? Oh, um, it's, it's such an interesting question because, um, so thank you, Vanessa. It's such an interesting question in one way because I feel like um, what's coming to mind for me and my own experience of what you're describing um, has evolved a lot in these weeks of uh, lockdown, quarantine, forced disconnection, so uh, physical disconnection, as you say. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I, I will try to see if I have anything, anything um, really practical to add in terms of advice. But really, what the question um, want, makes me want to do is reflect on this week on some of the things I feel like I'm learning. Or some of the things that maybe this um, this strange experience is teaching me, is teaching us. Um, you know, it's something that I've thought about across the years, but now feels like the most present thing is just... <sighs> the primacy of our bodies. And I've thought so much about how in the Western world um, and in modernity, we've, we've just structured so many sophisticated and inventive ways of pretending like everything doesn't always come back to our bodies, that we you know, it begins and ends in our bodies and and there's mess and frailty there and limitation, but also energy and, you know, life itself. And so one of the things I've been thinking about is this, you know, what I'm calling Zoom Zostion. Um, the technology is so miraculous. But this experience of only connecting to each other by way of pixels is also really laying out, you know, some of the very severe um, limitations of it. And so, you know, one thing I've become aware of is... What I, what I think that I've never thought about before, but I think how much energy we actually draw from each other, like raw energy at a primal animal level when we are in the room together, 
um, and that that doesn't communicate through the screen. You know, the, the, the view of someone's face um, and to some extent the emotional, um, the emotions that can be read and, and, and responded to there, the voice, which I feel is so embodied. But I, I think that the, the way I feel and everybody I'm talking to feels so completely worn out and depleted um, by the only connection being um, by way of technology has something to do with the fact that our we we're not we're not um, replenishing just our basic stores of life energy um, through our bodies, and I think that you know what I'm realizing now is that that happens all the time. It happens whether I'm enjoying being with somebody or not enjoying being with somebody. It happens no matter what we're talking about or if we're sitting silently in a room together. Um, it's a physical animal thing. And so I'm just, I'm pondering, you know, what, what, that, what a new deepened sense of that means, why it matters. Um, you know, at the same time, I think we're learning ways to use these technologies for connection. We're learning by way of things that go well and things that don't go badly that will also serve us. It's just, it's both and. Um, and what's interesting to me too about this is that I am such an introvert. And there's part of me that's very comfortable being alone. But, but this thing I'm talking about, this is not a, it's not an introverted thing. It's not an extroverted thing. It's, it's a human thing. It's an animal thing. Um, I've been thinking also about, <laughs> strangely, that one reason poetry um, is, is becoming even more of a connector, kind of a lifeline, is because Poetry is actually language. It's it's a form of words as much as it's words, um, and it's actually language that lands in our bodies as much as in our minds, and it plants us in our bodies. It plants us in memory, and sensation, and emotion. It connects those things up with words and ideas and concepts. Um, and a lot of the language we deal with in public, the language that, that becomes defining, that is serious, the way we talk about everything from a pandemic to you know, any other subject, is very kind of rational, head-based language. And I think that we've kind of been on this trajectory anyway, societally, that this experience is hastening of becoming more whole, realizing that these, these um, divisions, that like there's been this charade of fracture and difference, but our bodies you know, mind, body, spirit, which in fact are physically the same thing as we're learning, um, they've known this wholeness and that somehow I think this realization 
of the primacy of our bodies, of our frailty, of our three-dimensionality, that, that the connection we have to each other um, is so much more than so much more and so much more basic than the way we would have described all the things that are happening between us. Um, it's embodied. And so poetry is a way we're reaching not just to express that, but to evoke it, to feel it. It's this dance right now, right? As you say, what was that beautiful phrase you had, Vanessa? Like the duty to disconnect in order to to help do our part to keep everyone healthy, not just ourselves. Um, but the absolute imperative, the way we need to connect to be alive. And... Uh, yeah, it's a dance none of us would have wished for. But like so much else about this moment, I think the best we can do is try in the moments when it's not all too much. And even for me right now, there are hours and days when it's too much. But in the moments when we find we can breathe, um, to think about what we're learning and to let that have its place in us. And again, poetry may be a way to anchor that um, so that we let these experiences also flow into what I do think is our ongoing evolution of learning, relearning again, to be more whole within ourselves and with each other. <laughs>